Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Hello, this is Connie. Welcome to today's Lenten devotional podcast, which is based on Mark chapter 4, verse 35, and continues through chapter 5, verse 20. I read this passage considering the purpose of Lent and looking for how it might direct us in preparing our hearts and minds for Good Friday and ultimately Easter. This passage includes two well-known Bible stories, Jesus' calming of the sea and his healing of the man possessed by a multitude of demons. I'm not going to walk you through the stories, but rather list a couple things for you to ponder as you read. Let's start with chapter 4, verses 35 through 41, the calming of the sea. How often are we like the disciples, terrified by our situation, overwhelmed by our circumstances, even when we have firsthand knowledge, personal past experience of Jesus and his care of us? The disciples have that firsthand knowledge that personal past experience. They have experienced Jesus's power, his knowing of them. They've seen his power to heal, and he is right there with them in the boat. But as revealed in verse 38, they still feel like they are perishing. So here was my thought. They were focused on the storm, the circumstances, and not exercising their faith Jesus. They needed to consider Jesus. I have loved that phrase ever since fellow podcaster Tyreen used it at church in her Hebrew sermon last month. This passage in chapter 4 reminds us to exercise our faith and consider Jesus and not the storms of life. It reminds us that Jesus is right here with us and ready to say to us, Hush, be still, to calm our fearful heart or our racing mind. Also, think about the purpose of the calming of the sea story. Why is it included here? It's a story that highlights Jesus' power over nature, which is a great bridge to the rest of today's passage, chapter 5, verses 1 through 20, his healing of the demon-possessed man. An interesting story where Jesus shows his power over the supernatural. As you read it, notice a few things. The demons recognize and acknowledge Jesus. And notice Jesus' choice of dealing with the multitude of demons, sending them into a herd of about 2,000 swine, which illustrates how many demons he was dealing with. And notice verse 17, when the people of the area plead for Jesus to leave their region. But in verse 18, the healed man wants to follow Jesus wherever he goes next. So a couple things to think about. When Jesus does miraculous things in our lives or in the lives of those around us, how do we respond? Because while the outcome is amazing, the route getting there might be uncomfortable. The day the demon-possessed man was saved, a large herd of swine were drowned, so you might imagine the mixed reactions of the herdsmen in the area. This likely affected the local economy. 
Often we only want miracles on our terms and with our desired outcomes. Are we willing to trust God with his greater kingdom purposes? Are we willing to be taken out of our comfort zone to experience the miraculous? Do we allow God's miraculous workings in our lives to prompt us to follow him more closely? And are we willing to do as Jesus told the healed man in verse 19? Go home to your family and tell them all the great things that the Lord has done for you. Jesus wants good for us. We need to trust that. I think of Isaiah 46 verse 4. I have made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. Trust in the promises of his word. He wants good for us. But I also think Jesus wants the good that he does in our lives to prompt us to repentance and living more fully for him. Our passage ends in verse 20 with, Everyone was amazed. Let's be amazed by Jesus this Lenten season, preparing to fully worship him with the honor he so deserves. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we praise you that you are sovereign over all and worthy of our praise. You are king over the natural forces and the supernatural forces. Thank you for your presence with us. Thank you for wanting good for us. Help us to trust you, to exercise our faith, and to be willing to tell others the great things you have done for us. In Jesus' holy name. Amen.